So, you know, whether it's diet or fitness, you know, you, that, that fitness journey, give yourself something that you can do every day. Mm-hmm. That does not mean an hour-long workout. That does not even mean a half an hour workout. You need to look at, especially like in those those early weeks and months of building new habit, we are creatures of habit. Our bodies and our brains freaking love routine. No matter if you get bored with it after a while, your body wants to remember. Your mind wants to remember. But you have to train it. Mm-hmm. That is not the easiest thing, though. But you have to sort of create these. Think of them like, you know, a path in the forest. You don't walk through the forest one time and create a trail. You have to keep walking that sucker. Mm-hmm. And the best way to create that, those connections and that path in your brain to make it that much easier in the future is to do something every day. Right. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. This is the, I guess it's the first episode dropped on January 1st. Yeah. So technically it's the second episode of 2024, but it's episode 390. Nine, so we are uh, on the cusp of four hundred episodes. Um, so we uh, we thank you guys for joining us this week and every week. Um, if you guys have been wondering what we've talked about on this podcast, I highly encourage you to go to addictedtofitness.lipson.com. That has the entire archive over the past. I mean, I guess it would be eight years now. No, yeah. We're probably starting wow. our eighth That's calendar crazy. year. I believe this started in 2016 because it was before Ella was born. Yep. Yeah, because we had a podcast at our wedding. Our podcast with yep. one of my, my groomsmen. So, yes. Yeah, so, okay. this podcast has gone to its eighth year. Um, so, we are... Uh, we're excited to be here. We're excited to have you guys here. So thank you very much. Um, if you haven't given us a rating review and Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app, that would be awesome. We really do appreciate it. And it does help us out. It actually helps more people find the Addicted to Fitness podcast. So um, we really would like for you guys to do that. Um, also, a follow on Instagram to see some more kind of exclusive content. Um, we'll talk about it later, but you might see some glamping photos if you check out Instagram oh, right now. Hey. Just go ahead and check that out, guys. And you can also contact us on there. Send us a DM. We always check on those. So if you're uh, if you're spam, get out of here. But if you got a real general question or comment about podcasts, we will definitely answer back. So this week we are going to uh, go into a kind of, I guess, a continuation or I would say a good uh, compliment to last week's podcast about, you know, uh, intention setting. Now we're really going to sign up, provide tips and tools on how you can really be successful in your kind of health and wellness journey this year. Like more specifically your fitness. Fitness, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, then we are going to go into those a little later, but now we want to get into our training recap. How was your first week of training for the 2024? The 2024. The 2024? Uh, it was 
fine. Um, I really only got a couple days in though. Um, I had a couple really bad nights sleep. Mm -hmm. So that was unfortunate, but, um, yeah, it was, it was not, I will say this past week felt and please, by all means, let me know if you felt the same way. But the first week back, it was not an easy transition. It was not like just coming back from like a vacation or something. It felt like a really big change mm -hmm. because the whole holiday shift to kind of being over and past and done, it's just like everything's different. Right. And people are still kind of on vacations. Some kids and, are still out of school. Yeah, some kids were still out of school. So it was like this awkward middle ground where like some people are back, but others aren't. And yeah, it was weird. It was just, and like, it was for me, it was a week of like, I had a ton of appointments. I ended yeah. up having, like I had two doctors, two doctor things I had. I ended up having to take my car in. It's like a bunch of things. So yeah, it, it was just all of that made this week a bit more, this past week, a bit more challenging. Um, so I kind of gave it to myself and just said, like, let that go, do what you can, and, you know, just get back on it as soon as I'm able. Right. And that's a pretty important concept we'll talk about a little later. Uh, my training recap was uh, also... There was a lot of catching up, I would say, work-wise stuff, trying to get ahead and trying to um, uh, really kind of check off some, uh, uh, I would say, complimentary work-associated stuff, you know, obviously training people in person. I'm still getting that. That was the last week was pretty busy for that. You guys listen to last week, uh, you know, currently have more clients than ever. Um, so, which is always a good thing. Um, and all those clients being back, there was a lot of involved with that, you know, so, uh, doing that this week and it was a shortened week still, cause we had the, the Monday off for the holiday. Um, but also I did get to go do jujitsu. I did my first jujitsu class as a 40 year old, um, cause <laughs> my birthday was this past week. Um, so, I uh, turned 40 and, uh, was uh, did my first jujitsu class and when I was forty, and I I'm not gonna lie, I felt felt like I was forty. You know, <laughs> I text one of my uh, regular training partners and uh, told him that you know it really felt like I was forty today, and you know got caught in a couple things that I don't normally get caught in, and it's uh, like man, I could, right when it happened, I just turned forty, and it's already out downhill. So, <laughs> um, but uh, got that in, haven't got to the. The, the to gym to do any real big lifts. I did some uh, lower body lifts here at home with the kettlebell, which felt great. Um, I also did some uh, um, did my kind of prehab uh, shoulder work at the house too. So that was uh, or that was beneficial. So uh, not as active as I think as some previous weeks or past weeks, but still active and pretty happy with myself. So and like Shannon mentioned, going to kind of just keep building off of that. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, if uh, the kind of the non, I guess like the work related stuff uh, gets back into a regular rhythm, maybe the workout, hopefully the workouts can get in back into a regular rhythm. Yeah. So it's kind of a great, I think, uh, segue because now we are going to talk about how um, some methods 
and suggestions that we have to help you guys be successful in your fitness journey this year. Yes. Um, and I think it's uh, uh, the thing that I'm going to start with. I, I'm going to kind of start with, I guess, the uh, the the being a per- from the personal training perspective, personal yeah, trainer we've got perspective. A, we've got a couple slightly different perspectives here. And if mm-hmm. you're new to the podcast, first of all, hello. <laughs> but second, just so you know, a little background, Nick is a personal trainer. Mm. He has been for years. He's got a... So you mentioned very full roster of clients, yeah. all different kinds. I think going on, this is going to be year nine. Yeah. Yeah. So almost a decade of um, personal training at yeah. this point. And I am coming at it from a slightly different perspective. I'm coming more for, as a coaching perspective and really talking towards more of the psychological um side of kind of breaking the conditioned thinking that you have around creating new habits. So I really love some of my favorite coaching to do is all around transformation, mm-hmm. helping people change and grow. So that's what we are kind of coming at this from, little different sides. And hopefully that means you're going to get just everything you need. Right. <laughs> so I think one of the uh, a very common uh, goal at the beginning of each year, people is they they want to get in shape, right? And that can have many different, I guess, uh, people can take many different methods, and that kind of within kinda that we talked about last week. Yeah, within that lies almost the answer. It's like uh, I think people always ask, what's the best form of exercise? If I want to gain muscle, what's the best thing I should do? If I want to lose weight, what's the big thing, best thing I should do? Well, the answer is going to be person-dependent. And I, first of all, I should say, your best thing that you can do is something that you uh, feel that you can do on a regular basis mm-hmm. and do it safely and essentially do it uh, you know, replicate it, you know, like say, uh, find something that you enjoy doing when it comes to fitness. If you enjoy spinning, Shannon's a big spinning fan, Love you know, it. so you do, you can either join, obviously there's spinning gyms or spinning studios, or like you said, go, go whole hog and get the Peloton. I think we just saw Peloton now is what? 1200 bucks. Oh my gosh. Bucks? Yeah. I so. almost fell over. I'm like, it's half the price of what we paid. But now they also have one with a screen that flips. It like right. swivels. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you go crazy with it. So, like I said, that that's an option. If you like martial arts like me, join a martial arts gym. I mean, that's I, I'm a huge advocate of that. You know, they even have boxing gyms. Or um, uh, if you like Zumba, if you like yoga. Um, I mean, you got to find your passion when it comes to fitness and, uh, and pursue it. Because if you just do the the probably the less educated i don't know educated sounds like a, a, a putting people down but kind of the just i would say the cookie cutter approach and like oh i'll get a gym membership and i'll go to the gym well essentially uh you're kind of just throwing money down the drain you know maybe unless you have some previous knowledge which probably not the case you know and plus you know everything is uh, evolving when it comes to uh exercise science uh, I would say getting a gym membership is 
the likelihood of you being successful in your fitness goals are probably pretty slim because you don't have any direction. And also, it's almost overwhelming when you go into one of those places. Those it big is. Gyms. Now, My smaller gosh. gyms, like a, a smaller training studios that do exist, those might have a, a, a little kind of a, a more accepting feel. But um, my recommendation not only is to find your passion when it comes to fitness, but also uh, get some direction, get some expert advice. And I know this is kind of, I guess, self-promoting here at being a personal trainer. I think getting a personal trainer, especially when you're first starting out, is great. I mean, it's, I think it's necessary because, you know, if you don't have a lot of knowledge about exercise science, which most people don't, then you, you don't know what you're going to do when you go to a big gym. You know, you're, you're not going to, you're going to be overwhelmed and then you're just going to be frustrated and then you're not going to go back. You're going to be less likely to uh, use the facilities there. Um, so, and I know you can download exercise programs off that website. You can do YouTube videos, which are good, but you need, I think, the face-to-face contact, the face-to-face interaction with somebody who's leading you through exercises, who can critique your form is beneficial and it's not something you have to do in perpetuity unless you need somebody that needs that accountability that level of accountability but i think especially when you're first starting out getting direction um, and feeling confident in what you're actually doing at the gym and you know hopefully if it's a good trainer they can give you some results in uh, a short period of time then you can go off on your own if that's something you want to do but my first couple of recommendations are Find what your passion is as far as fitness and what you get some, can enjoy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, get some, uh, get some, my name, I hate to steal your thunder, but get some coaching, get some expertise, somebody, well, an expert. Yeah, to get lead a you. trainer. Yeah. Specifically, get a trainer. Right. Yes. Uh, so get a, I know I use, I use the word coach when in my, as regard to what I do sometimes, which, you know, it's probably sometimes a Sometimes you flip and flop. Yep. No, so, it's very, there's, there's a lot of similarities. But, um, yes, get some expert guidance in when you start your fitness journey because that's that's going to be, I, I think your your rate for, of success is going to be much higher if you do that. So, I mean, also, we, we know that nutrition is a big part of it. Um, it's part of a fitness journey. Just if you're, I mean, you want to get in shape is kind of an overarching term for goals, um, for fitness goals when people have at the beginning of the year or any time. Um, you really have to be cognizant about what you're putting in your body. And I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people will set like a, and I'm, yes, I'm jumping in. No, I want you to. But just kind of ahead a of this to make it a little bit of the disclaimer, you can't expect to work out more and, or increase your working out, change the kind of working out you're doing and then not make changes to your diet mm-hmm. because it's what fuels you. Right. So if you're going from, you know, well, I, unless it's a very moderate change, like if you switch from I've only ever done um, walking and you're all of a sudden you're lifting weights and you're doing like, you know, hit workouts, that is a totally different demand on your body and you need totally different things so don't think you can do one without the other right and and like it's it's, they they they're 
I guess, I mean, compliments. They are, they, you need you both. Together. Diet and exercise. I mean, those, those are things. My two keys to, you know, uh, mean, you know, a, a healthy lifestyle is diet and exercise. Um, and I know, obviously, I think the mental, the aspect is going to go into that also. And we'll talk about that in soon. But um, I, I think you have to analyze. And I'm not going to prescribe what kind of diet people should have. I'm not carnivore or vegan or anything like that. Um, the, I think what you should do first and foremost is um, first kind of prioritize your what you're really looking for when it comes to uh, getting in shape, you know, gaining muscle, losing fat. Um, if you're if you're kind of at the beginning where you're just trying to be feel better and you know look better, I think you shouldn't get too hung up on how much protein you're eating, how much carbs you're eating, anything like that. Macros, just protein. yeah, just track your food. There are so many great free apps out there. Um, we use Lose It, the app. We, I that's still what we love love them. use. Yeah. A lot of people like My Fitness Pals, and I'm sure there's a host of other ones that I don't even know about. Um, just track your food. It gives you a good knowledge of what, you know, uh, what, how many calories you're taking in, um, what kind of macro breakdown you are ingesting. Um, and then it kind of translates to how you feel. And I mean, it's, uh, it's, you can make some slight modifications. You know, I always recommend that you eat more protein. Um, uh, it helps you feel fuller longer and can help fuel your body. And it is obviously necessary for building muscle, which can help you burn fat and hopefully lose fat. Um, so I, those are kind of my general recommendations for nutrition, but the first key is to track your food because, or they tell, that gives you a real insight to what you put in your bodies on a daily basis in regards to calories and how it makes you feel. You yep. know, you can kind of see, oh, hey, I had a terrible, I felt, woke up, uh, on Saturday morning feeling pretty bad. I didn't work out. Well, maybe it was the, you know, two cheeseburgers and a milkshake I had Friday night. Yeah. So you know, you can definitely you can you can you can directly draw a straight line to nutrition to the way you feel, you know, and it may uh prevent you from doing things like working out. So mm -hmm. I think tracking your food is a huge step and I think preparing your food is a huge step. I'm always a huge advocate. You guys heard me talk about on the podcast. If you've ever, you know, if you're uh not new to the podcast about I make my lunches I mean, I make my food essentially Monday through Friday lunchtime, you know, and yes, I do eat mainly the same thing, uh, but I do make it for myself. And I think that has a big effect on how much I eat throughout the day, because typically I'm very disciplined that if it's not in my lunchbox, I don't eat it. Yeah. You know, so I think that is a huge part of controlling how much you eat, um, if that's one of your goals. And so I think tracking your food and making your food. Yeah. And I think in this one you do too is, you know, there's so many options now and I'm, I'm getting probably a little too detailed, but, you know, for buying your own food, meal planning. I mean, yep. I think that's a huge Absolutely. part of it too, because I mean, you don't want to get caught just trying to eat something because, you know, you you get home late one night and you're just like, well, I got, I got nothing in the fridge or anything like that. You know, we either order something or I pick up something on the way home. No, 
Not that you can't pick up healthy things nowadays or order healthy things, but uh, I think when people are less prepared when it comes to diet, they are more likely to make mistakes. And mistakes is, they're, they're more likely to probably veer off of what their intended or their desired food plan is. Mm-hmm. So I think those are kind of the three keys to focus on um, when talking about you know, nutrition, the aspect of nutrition when you're getting in shape this year is track your food, make your food, and meal plan. Mm-hmm. I think those are some three keys right there in regards to nutrition that you can take to help you uh, uh, achieve those fitness goals you had this year. Yes. So what about from the coaching aspect? Do you have any tips or? Oh, yeah. Well, lay it on me. I feel like You're, I'm rambling over here. You were. <laughs> hey, how dare you? It was all so good, though. Um, so, I mean, from the, the psychological standpoint, you know, you're creating change in your life. You're creating new habits and things like that. And one of the, I think, most common things that we all fall in, this is one of the pitfalls, we all do this, which is why I think that this particular strategy is so amazing. You have your plan. Hopefully, you've got your your plan, your your you know your goals, and then you've got your action items. And you know, like, okay, for example, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna work out four days a week. Well, what happens when life? <laughs> grooves with you and gets in your way. And this is the thing that all of us struggle with is that while like, like me example, my me example, my example, I didn't work out last week as many days as I would like to work out. Now, if I had a goal of working out four days a week and I missed one, instead of just saying, oh, miss this one it's okay I'll get it tomorrow and then life happens again and oh now I've missed two and then you end your week going gosh I'm already sucking at this Mm. like you you very easily spiral into this is not fitting my life anymore and you get into this thought process maybe I chose the wrong goal no you did not it Mm. just means you need a backup plan. Particularly, you need two. This is, this is so just I need like, a plan and a backup plan and a backup plan to the backup plan? Well, you need two backups. So, like, because the reason that life gets in the way is because, you know, we sleep poorly and, you know, something else, you know, something gets in our way. It prevents us from doing the thing that we want to do. But depending what that thing is, just one one option limits you. Mm-hmm. So like if I said, well, I didn't wake up early enough to work out, think about what could you do in that situation that would still allow you to train but would not mean that you have to do that first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Say, well... I'm going to take time during my lunch break. Well, what happens if a meeting pops up during your lunch break and then that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Have an extra option. So then you can say, well, 
I could, you know, do some strength instead of sitting in front of the TV and I could go for a walk, like fit in a walk in a, in a strength session instead. That way you still get like your, your, you check your boxes and right. you figure out. So having a backup plan one is great, but because life is not linear and it likes to surprise us. We really could use to. <laughs> so when I'm working with clients trying to create change in their lives and they have a new activity, like they have a, a thing that they're aiming for that day, I tell them, have your two backup plans. We go through and we find two options for what they could do if they can't make that one thing happen. And that means there's no excuse. Mm. And it, then you end up also creating this sort of positive feedback loop in your brain where you're not telling yourself you can't do it. You're not telling yourself, you know, that you're bad at it or that this is a, this doesn't fit your life. You're finding time. You're, you're fitting it in or you're, you're doing what you're, you're working towards what you want to do. But maybe in slightly, you know, less less ideal scenarios. Mm -hmm. So you're still achieving your goals. You're working towards it, but it's progressive. So that's a big one. Like that is probably my number one tip is to have two backup options for every like objective along your goal. Have two backup options. I dig it. That's, yeah, like I said, that I, and I know I've fallen into that. You know, I, I get up in the morning and I'm like, uh, I don't feel like working out this morning. Oh, I'm going to go to jujitsu at lunchtime. So I just won't do anything this morning. You know, I'll do a little stretch and then I'll baby. It. And then, of course, jujitsu at lunchtime doesn't pan out and I'm caught. I'm like, oh man, what do I got to do? So, you know, I'm fortunate that, you know, I work at a gym so I can get some strength training <laughs> in or I can get, you know, a half hour break and go for a walk. So, but like I said, those are usually my backup plans, you know? So it's like, I usually do try to make sure I have those backup plans, you know, in place. I'm probably a little bit more fortunate than others, uh, but it's, uh, that's, you know, that's crucial to staying in that active mindset because, I think to kind of go off yours, I know I'm jumping in real quick and I apologize, but oh. it, you don't have to work out for an hour and a half every day or four days a week, whatever it is. If you do, that's great. But it's just like, think about movement is all, it's all cumulative. So yeah. it's all going to be like 20 minutes here, 15 minutes there, another 30 minutes or 40 minutes there. It's all great because it's all just going to be the tally at the end of the week. Did I steal something? So already? you're sort of stepping on my next tip, well, but I'm not going to sort of completely. step on it anymore. Go for it. <laughs> not completely squashing it, but so my next tip again, this is more from like the coaching perspective. So you know whether it's diet or fitness, you know you, that that fitness journey. Give yourself something that you can do every day. Mm -hmm. That does not mean an hour-long workout. That does not even mean a half an hour workout. You need to look at, especially like 
in those those early weeks and months of building new habit, we are creatures of habit. Our bodies and our brains freaking love routine. No matter if you get bored with it after a while, your body wants to remember. Your mind wants to remember. But you have to train it. Mm-hmm. That is not the easiest thing, though. But you have to sort of create these. Think of them like you know a path in the forest. You don't walk through the forest one time and create a trail. You have to keep walking that sucker. Mm-hmm. And the best way to create that those connections and that path in your brain to make it that much easier in the future is to do something every day. Right. So I always like to suggest what's something you could do to support your goal that fits into your every day. If you're saying, well, I want to <clears throat> eat more vegetables. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a bunch of things you can do to to support that. But maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a slight adjustment to like how you're looking at your plate. It's not just about eating the vegetables. Maybe you make it a daily routine to say every day I'm going to, you know, look at my plate in terms of color, whatever. Mm -hmm. Make it a little different. Change your perspective. If it's something fitness-related, if you're trying to become more active, give yourself different things that you can do and say, I just need to do, you know, a little walk. I need to do a little walk in the evening or in the morning. I have to get my little walk in just around the block. That's it. Like I actually do a little walk with the dog every morning and it's great. Like during the week, that's sometimes on my really busiest days, that's the only time I'm able to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. And I love getting outside. It's those little tiny things that you can incorporate every day. It could be like, oh, I'm actually going to do crunches or I'm going to do a plank while I'm watching or that movie or I'm listening to my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. You just fit that in extra into your day. Just like you said and you were going. That's why I was like, wait. Yeah. It does compound. Plus, you're creating those really wonderful neural pathways in your brain that make it so much easier for the future. And if you do it every day, even if it's just a little bit, it's going to feel more comfortable and more fulfilling to your day if you do that in the future. Okay. I agree. I mean, I'm a, I can, I'm a testament to it. You know, yeah. I think, I think that's uh, uh, something I learned, you know, when I started stop being, being like competitive martial arts or doing endurance races, I got a little bit more into obviously being a full-time personal trainer. I knew that like, um, my time to work out was going to be uh, kind of minimized. Mm-hmm. So I had to go into the mindset of just, you know, a little here and there all adds up. Yeah. You know, and that to not to be uh, disappointed with tiny or short workouts because it does add up in the, all adds up in the end. So It does. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last tip, it's a quick one. Right. But... This, I think, is another very, like, dangerous pitfall we all have, um, is the negative self-talk. 
-hmm. when we don't do something the way that we want it to or the world's not working the way we want it to, we're feeling like we're ready to quit. Anytime you feel yourself starting to talk like in that vein, mm -hmm. this is just something like don't be the victim. You have the control. Don't be the victim that says, oh, I can't do this. Mm. Oh, I'm terrible at, at, you know, staying on time and staying on track. Don't be the victim. Don't say those things. Because guess what? Every time you say something negative about yourself, it gets a little etched in. And the way your brain works, just like those wonderful habits that we were ta just talking about, if you keep saying those things, eventually you start identifying as that. And then, of course, you're going to fail. So when you hear yourself saying something like that, instead of saying, like, oh, well, I'm, I'm just the victim and it's, you know, I'm, I'm not good at that, so why should I try to make anything better? Mm -hmm. The second you hear yourself starting to question or doubt or be negative to your own self, ask yourself, is that really true? Just ask yourself that little question. It's a question that's going to put a little hiccup in your negative self-talk about, well, I really can't do that. Ask yourself, is that really true though? Mm -hmm. can, you, can you really not do that one thing? And when you start allowing your logical mind to take back over, you realize, well, yeah, I actually, I could, I could do the thing. And you realize it's just that negative pattern self-talk mm -hmm. that's that's trying to eat away at you if you ask yourself is this really true i have not found an instant yet yet where i've i've like started asking that and it hasn't helped set my brain in a better pattern so just a quick little thing if you're feeling like you're be you're beating yourself up just put in that question when you you say say the thing out loud and put in the question, is this really true? And allow your logical brain to take over. It's amazing. It'll tell you the truth. So those those are some things we could go on for ages, well, folks, because this is, you know, this is what we love. We but, but we're not. I think we've given them a great list of tips. Not yeah. I say I call it a toolbox. Yeah, giving you a we've outfitted your toolbox with uh, things that you can do, items that you can use this year to uh, help you reach your fitness goals and uh, keep you on your fitness journey. Yeah, okay, that's the key because, like I said, it's a journey. It's not just a goal. I think has it the insinuation or is that a word? Insinuation. It's insinuation. 
Insinuated. It depends. Can you do it insinuation? It depends how you're using it. I don't it. think I'm using it right. It doesn't uh, sound like it, but go ahead. I feel like goals has the uh, has the kind association? of association of a finish line. Um, so when you hit your goal, you're going to stop. But no, this is a journey. This is something you're just going to you have little kind of mile markers throughout the the race that you're going to have, and you're just going to keep on going because uh, a healthy life and just the lifestyle is what you're shooting for. Yes. So, with that said, I am pumped for this next section of the podcast because it's what's got us pumped. And it's the first one of 2024, and it's the first one since I turned 40, and lo and behold, I'm pumped for a birthday gift that you got me for my 40th birthday. Oh. And that was a trip to go, oh, sorry, we went glamping, I should say. Yeah, I got I got you a glamping experience. Yeah, so glamping is the, uh, I guess, the hipster's word for uh, glamorous camping, or I guess kind of some sort of, uh, what, what do they call it? Not a compound word. Compound word for, no, uh, like, for can't, glamorous camping. So, yes, it was a very nice uh, this will be a we will definitely put a picture of this up on our Instagram this year mm -hmm. or this year this week uh, at the ATF podcast. But basically, glamorous camping is they have a nice outfitted tent. You know, it's like a safari style tent. They had wood floors. They had very nice bedding. Um, it had electricity. It had heat. It had AC. It had a refrigerator. It had a coffee maker. I mean, it was essentially like a hotel room. Yep. I mean, that's what it was. So. Um, it was, uh, it was very, I, I was very happy, very surprised. Um, and you know, we, we were able to get into it. We went after work one day uh, after work on Friday, I should say. And, uh, we were able to get there. The dog came, Ella came. So it was a whole family affair. We got to burn a ton of, you know, got to do our, our fire, which we love to do. Um, and it was just great. It was a great kind of experience just being out in nature, um, we don't, uh, we know, obviously we have a nice backyard here, but being able to, uh, uh, being able to, uh, kind of be out in, you know, a little bit more nature, you know, we were at a state park, it was only 30 minutes away, but it was very pleasant. I was very happy and I was very, um, uh, surprised by the gift. So thank you very much for the gift. You're and welcome. I highly recommend glamping to anybody or camping period to anyone that can go. If yeah. you can glamp, go ahead and do it too. Yeah, I, I'd say it's like a really good sort of starter. If you're not a camper, you haven't been a camper, mm -hmm. especially if you've never gone in a tent camping, which is a very different thing. Um, I think glamping was a good start. So it was Ella's first like trip away doing any kind of camping mm -hmm. it was also the dog's first time yeah. so we're like nick and i both said we're gonna make them into some some campers because both he and i grew up camping um my thing that's got me pumped this mm -hmm. week is we took down the decoration now that sounds backwards if you know me because i am like a christmas elf for half the year and I love the decorations. And I was a little sad to take down the tree. But to be honest, it is one of the best feelings once you've got everything cleared out of your house. Mm -hmm. You 
clean again. And it feels just so like everything is simplified and less cluttered. And yes, I do miss the lights. Um, but it's just, it's t in my like mind, it's also tidied and mm -hmm. it's this, it's also kind of the end of a chapter. So that's, you're kind of like closing the chapter on that holiday season. This is, this is the closure and you're, you're packing up, putting it away and starting afresh. Mm -hmm. The house feels fresh now mm -hmm. and I feel good. Yep. I know. It's like, uh, I was surprised. I didn't think it was all going to get done today, but it did. And like I said, I also feel, um, you know, holiday season's over, even though we love it. But I'm happy to start this new year in a nice, clean house. It's nice, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. I even cleaned the refrigerator today. I know. You were on top of things. So... Hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Hopefully you got some tools and tips to help you uh, be successful on this fitness journey that you are embarking on this year. Uh, thank you for listening tonight um, or today, uh, whenever you might be listening to. Please leave us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Follow us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast and share a podcast with a friend. Next week's episode is number 400. Um, I'm going to try to get a, uh, a blast from the past on here. I've been talking to uh, this person to see if they would get on and maybe just share a couple of feelings and uh, past stories about the, the podcast. So hopefully we'll get that done for you guys. Um, please uh, connect with us by sending us a DM. Um, got anything else for them tonight? New. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Thanks.